Welcome to episode number 17, which I am now calling Six Minute Monday. Yes, this used to be called Six Bullet Sunday. Then it became Six Minute Sunday, and now I'm calling it Six Minute Monday. The reason being, I think it's A, a better name, I love the alliteration, and B, I think it's a great way to start your week with six tips that'll help you become more effective in the gym, more effective at life, and hopefully more productive. So, let us begin. The first thing, exercise of the week. Or, sorry, exercise that I am experimenting with. It is called band-resisted fire hydrants. So it's a normal fire hydrant. You know the deal. Six points of contact, hands on the ground, knees on the ground, feet on the ground, back is flat. So you can like actually uh, lay a protein shake on it and not spill it. You do a fire hydrant. That's where you bring one knee up to the side as if, uh, think about a dog going to the bathroom on a fire hydrant. And now you have a band wrapped around your hip. The band is not only giving you resistance to help you, in my mind, once I get that resistance, I start to think about how do I engage more parts of my body more, how do I get my entire body involved in this movement and not just lifting up my leg, but also for me, and I think for most people, having that band around your hip adds a little bit of dislocation, it gets a little bit, sorry, you're getting that separation in that hip joint, it gets some blood flowing into the area, and for me, it got rid of a lot of impingement that I had through uh, standing incorrectly or sitting incorrectly, things that I've done to myself. This is just a way to uh, rehab stupid issues that I've had because of my own postural problems. All right, thing number two, breathing. If you were doing high rep movements, high rep movements, I'd say anything over the 20 range. That's what I would consider a high rep movement. If I'm doing max effort pull-ups, if I'm doing the uh, 225 bench test, anything to that nature, what you really want to do is control the way that you breathe. So the way that I like to do it, I like to break it into three segments. Segment one is where I hold my breath as long as possible for that first series of repetitions. Segment two is where I breathe out, where I continue to rep, and then hold my breath again on the next breath in, so that would be segment two. And then segment three is a series of single breaths for each repetition. So let's just say that I was doing uh, 25 reps of 225 bench press. For the first 10 reps, I would hold my breath and bang out those reps on one breath, then I would breathe out as I continue to rep, so let's just say I continue to rep for three reps as I was breathing out, then I would take a big breath in and hold my breath for let's just say the next seven reps. Now that gets me to 20 total reps. Then after the 20th rep, that's when I would start to breathe singles. That means I would do one breath per repetition for every rep after it. Uh, in my experience, and I think the experience of a lot of other big-time trainers, this helps you recruit more muscles as you are doing the exercise. I also believe that it helps you from fatiguing yourself from not breathing too much along the way. Uh, so I really believe that there is an advantage to breathing. That is one of them. It is a great tip. I guarantee an extra four to five reps. on If, you, if you're doing pull-ups right now and you put that out and you learn how to master that breathing, I'm guaranteeing an extra four to five reps without any, adding anything else in your life. That breathing technique is going to work. Okay, the quote that I am pondering, it is, most men lead, lead lives of quiet desperation. I'll repeat that. Most men lead lives of quiet desperation. This is going out there to the guy that's taking a three-hour commute to the city or a guy that's sitting in a cubicle or a guy that's doing something that they just don't want to do. Most of these men are living a life where they really aren't able to be who they are or do what they want to do. And maybe they're doing it for a paycheck. Maybe they're doing it because they're too scared to take that leap. Maybe they're doing it because they just think that's the way it's supposed to be done. But I challenge anyone listening to this call, don't be that man. Don't live that life of quiet desperation. Go out, find what you want to do, and go do it. Number four, thing that I am watching or reading. 
So uh, just watching on Netflix. It's called the Inside the Mind of Bill Gates. I'm only an episode and a half in, but there are two things that stuck out to me. Thing number one is this man is an avid reader. I've been criticized by my wife quite a few times for reading too much. She thinks I believe everything I read, which is not true. But I've watched this guy on the – I think he packs like 14 books on vacation. He goes on a business trip. He packs, packs a bag with books. The guy just wants to learn. He wants to find a better way. He's able to retain what he's reading too. I saw him reading and writing down notes. I think it's a glorious thing. So that, that was thing number one. So for the people out there, you're listening to a podcast, that's a win. You're trying to educate yourself. But two, continue to read Find the right books and read. The second thing he did was take a think week. Take a think week. So he'd take a week in a cabin, alone, no phone, no internet, no nothing, and he would just think. He'd read his books. He'd write down things. He'd basically use this time to re-energize his mind. It's absolutely necessary. I'm not saying you need a think week, but I would say take some time every day, even if it's just taking a walk or walking your dog. Oh, by the way, Bill Gates took tons of walks to clear his mind and to think through, think through problems. Take a walk. Clear your mind. Keep re-energizing energizing yourself so that you do not burn out. Thing number five, my productivity tip. My productivity tip is that when you start your day, you should put uh, to make sure you get the most critical stuff done. What I like to do is I like to get a post-it note, nothing bigger. I don't like to make a long laundry list of stuff, a post-it note with three things. And to me, I have to get those three things done. Anything else I do besides those three things is a distraction. Don't go checking your email. Don't go looking at Facebook. Don't go looking at uh, Twitter. That's all garbage. That's a waste of time. Anything else you do besides those three things, now you've prioritized someone else's life, thoughts, whims, whatever, ahead of your own. Get those three things done. Then you can start to do what else you want for the day. But don't put any more than three. You'll get discouraged because you won't get them done. Put three, and then you can get more done after that. The last thing, uh, most interesting thing I saw in the gym. My gym has uh, only two 75-pound dumbbells. I walked in the other day, and one of them was sliced. The barbell part of the dumbbell was sliced in half at a 45-degree angle. It was almost like someone took one of those uh, drill saws, those little band saws, and cut this thing. I don't know why. So uh, I'm, I'm working on a set, uh, band bench press, where I was supposed to do 75s. Well, couldn't do that. So now I'm going to do uh, 80s. Well, there's only 180. So unfortunately, that day, the, dim, the, the gym dictated my workout. So my first set was 70. I was going to go to 75. I got this big green band wrapped around my back, and I couldn't do it. And then I said, you know what? I got I to gotta, I step up big time today. So I went from 70s to 85s. The fortunate part is that that band dictated, I'm sorry, that, that gym dictated my workout. I didn't think I can get the 75s. I guess out of my anger, frustration, what, what have you, with the 75 that was sliced in half and only being able to find 180, I actually knocked out uh, 85s like water, as they say. So uh, this is not, I'm not telling you to do more weight than you should. It was probably a dumb move on my part, but it actually worked out, stepped up to an another higher, le higher level than I thought I could have done. So uh, thank you, Jim. And thank you for person. Uh, thank you for the person who brought in whatever tool they did to slice that bad boy in half. All right, that was it. It is six minute Monday. We uh, went over by a little bit, but it was because of my intro. Apologies. All well worth it. Thank you. Have a great rest of the week. Bye.